You're listening to Soul Work with Song, where we believe your soul is worth the work. I couldn't be more excited to have you rocking with us today, because on this episode, we're diving deep into a topic that we can't talk about enough, and it's talking to God. That's exactly it. Prayer. How do we commune with him? How do we know that he hears us? How can we hear him? If you've ever wondered this or more, this episode, it's walking down your street today. Plus, I got three truths that'll make your prayer life explosive. So you ready? Let's work. your heart doing? How's your soul? And how's your sleep? I'm checking in and I'm hoping that all is well with you and yours. I'm grateful that after a couple of weeks of turbulence, I can say the same over here. Rue actually had a birthday on Friday, so we spent the weekend celebrating and having a bunch of fun. Uh, he barbecued on Sunday. That's what he wanted to do. So Thankfully, it's been very chill. We've been in celebration mode. We've been practicing joy, like we talked about a couple episodes back. If you haven't listened to that, check it out. But all is well here. And so I thank God. I want to thank everyone for the feedback on last week's episode. If you haven't got a chance to listen to it, download it ASAP and let it bless you. I don't know why we put H's on words like bless but I like it, so it stay. <laughs> but as I was saying, if you do find the show valuable, can you please subscribe, leave a rating and a review? It helps us out so, so much. So thank you in advance. Now, last week's show was really a continuation of the week before that. I don't know if y'all needed it, but I know that I did. Reading the Psalms and hearing them being spoken over me, it provides a peace and a comfort that is just what I need when all the feels, it just becomes too overwhelming. You know what I'm talking about? I think you do. So it's sparking an idea of a project I'm thinking about. I'll share more as we get down the road to it. And I'll probably throw up maybe a couple of uh, questions on Instagram for y'all to vote on to let me know, because that feedback is important. That was my lesson of the week. Don't fear feedback. Now, anyway, y'all already know how much I love the word and I love reading it, but putting ourselves in the scripture, reading it out loud, being able to see where our humanity meets God's holiness through walking through the Psalms, that is just everything to me. So I really do hope it blessed you. <laughs> anyway, we're back on schedule with our spiritual disciplines this season. We've been talking all about spiritual formation. How can we really be formed to be more like Jesus based on the things we do. And what we're learning about Jesus really informs what we do concerning him. So that's what we've been talking about all season. We've talked about practicing Sabbath, building community. Uh, we talked about silence and solitude and not being afraid to go away to hear from the Lord or to just sit and be with him. And it's only right that on today's episode, we talk about talking to him. This is so crucial. And without any further ado, let's get into the super dope main topic. Beat to the winds, cast out demons, perform other miracles. Like just go from Luke 1 
to 10. You'll see what they saw. You think out of all the things they could ask of Jesus to teach them, they'd probably ask, hey, teach us how to speak to the winds, will you? Can you, hey, how you heal that sick man? How you speak to that demon? They didn't ask him that. The disciples, they understood this necessary truth, that prayer is the central line to the miraculous in our lives. So they were able to observe that the same Jesus who performed these great works was also the same Jesus who would consistently and devotedly steal away to commune with his father. So the disciples were wise. They asked Jesus to teach them to pray, perhaps knowing that if they grew their connection to the father first, their ministry would be powerful too. Now, here's the thing about prayer. It's not meant to be complicated or intimidating at all. It is the act of being in conversation with God, springing from the relationship you've already cultivated with him, or you are in the midst of cultivating with him. Now, we just talked about relationships, right? So speaking of relationships, for my relationship over religion family, heard you, really did hear you. And I get it and I agree. But here's the thing, homie. If your relationship is whack, it's just as off as the religion you denounce so boldly. Now, speaking of relationships, for my relationship over religion family, heard you. I get it and I agree. But here's the thing, homie. If your relationship is whack, isn't it just as off as the religion you denounce so boldly? So in other words, how do we look hollering, I don't rock with religion, I'm only all about relationship? Got it. And the gospels let us know that that's what Jesus wants too. But then we out here with a barely there relationship. Now what's wild to me is we understand this concept completely because we hate to be ghosted. And we want to know that when we're spending time with people we love, we actually have their attention. They're not just tolerating us until the next best thing comes along, right? We get it when it's us. And yet when it's time to give God what he's due, a lot of us find that all we've got for him is another excuse. Now notice I said us, because there was a time that my prayer life was a joke. Fam, there was a season in my life where I was like, God, I want to know you more. I want to spend time with you. Wake me up early in the morning so I can pray and seek you. I, let me tell you how bad it was. I went as far in my prayer. Now I'm praying and crying out to God. I don't want an alarm, God. I just want you. So you know what God did? What I asked him to. <laughs> he woke me up for three days straight, at least 15 or 30 minutes before my alarm would even go off. And you want to know what I did every single time? I rolled over while whispering, God, I promise I got you a little later, Lord, but you know I'm tired. Thank you. Okay, I love you. Good night. <laughs> Fam, it's embarrassing to tell the story, but the truth will set us free. Please tell me I'm not the only one who said that they were ready for more. And then when more came, hit the psych button real fast. <sighs> now, I'm still stretching my discipline in this area. Thankfully, it's gotten much better than that. But this is reason number 758 of why I'm so grateful God is merciful towards me and you too, boo. We don't have to get stuck in feeling bad about having an average or maybe even mediocre prayer life. Here's what we can do. We can simply grab the tools and work towards having an incredible one. So here are three truths that will give you an explosive prayer life. 
Oh, let's go. Number one, get honest. Now, C.S. Lewis is quoted as saying, bring to God what's in you, not what ought to be. And he's right. Prayer is the safest place where you can pour out your soul and there's no judgment to be found. Like it's in prayer that you can share your deepest secrets and fears and confidence because your business is not going to be put out in the street. Now, hear me healthily and still go to therapy because that's not what I'm saying here. Okay, so read the room, understand the context, pray and also get your therapist. Okay, now imagine, though, let's get back to prayer because that's most important here. Imagine a space you can go to where you know that you're loved, that you're safe and that you're heard. Fam, that's what prayer is for us. So if we know all of this, why are we still praying stale, hope this makes you proud prayers to the Father who sees straight past our words and knows exactly what's already going on in our hearts? And for those of us listening and asking this very valid question, well, if you already know what I'm about to say, then why do we pray? Good question. But perhaps it's to get in alignment with him. Like prayer is an invitation to be with him and to become more like him. Knowing this, then the question is no longer why do we pray, but why wouldn't we pray? And if we're going to pray, why not tell the truth in our prayers? You mad? Cool. Pray about it. You jealous? Are you grieved? Lonely? Coveting another man's wife? Scared of the future? Fighting for your mind? Tell him, fam. You can't heal without the truth. So start where you are and let him work on you. Bring to God what's in you, not what ought to be. Number two, get consistent. Don't you spend time with the ones you love? Let me tell you something. Rue and I, we hit 11 years in July. Thanks, Jesus. And let me tell you, juggling four kids, 10 and under, work, businesses, projects, all of the things. It can be overwhelming, but we make sure to carve out time every single day to connect to talk and be with each other. Why? Because it matters. It's needed for a thriving relationship. And if you're going to get married, why not have a dope marriage? You already see the analogy, right? If you're going to be a follower of Jesus, why not have a passionate, fulfilling, adventurous relationship of love and generosity and obedience and turning the world upside down by thriving against the cultural norms for his glory? But here's the thing, fam, we won't get there with an on-again, off-again prayer life. So just like everything else that we value, we got to put the time in. Now, here's the thing, I promise, you don't have to pray marathon three-hour prayers every time you open your mouth. Like, I remember hearing a prophet who came to the church and he shared how he prayed in tongues for two hours straight every day. Now, I'm not knocking the gentleman, more power to him. But what I love is that the model that Jesus provides of how to pray in a way that pleases God, it doesn't include that. If he's leading you that way to pray marathon prayers, enjoy it. But what's more important than the amount of time is your heart's posture and your commitment to spending that time with the Father, not from a place of boasting, but from a place of abiding. So can we agree that moving forward, even if it's for 10 minutes to start, that you'll make time with God in prayer, the priority that it needs to be. To sum it up, we can't fall in love if we don't spend time. And if we don't love him, we won't do what he says. So come on, 
Let's get off the hamster wheel of distraction and take small but steady steps towards devotion and watch what happens. Number three. Ooh-wee. Get ready. Now we know that prayer is intimate and deeply personal. It's the place where you can share with God, right? But fam, be ye not deceived. It is also the place where you can hear from God. There are going to be some times where you're going to need to prepare before you pray so you can obey. Now, I know that's not a fun, sexy word in our culture right now, but it doesn't change the truth. Obedience is vital to a healthy spiritual life. The scriptures literally explain to us that doing what God says matters more than anything we could ever give to him. That passage is the well-known obedience being better than sacrifice, right? The talents, the anointings, and all the dazzling things we like to lean on, they don't matter if we refuse to do what he says. He explains this further, that it's through obedience that we are proven friends in John 15. That's also where he explicitly explains we can't do anything unless we're connected to him anyway, because he's divine. So if we want a passionate prayer life, We've got to listen long enough to hear him and then do it. So fam, get ready. Prepare yourself. Get ready to obey. Get ready to intercede for others, including your enemies. Get ready to love your enemies and practice mercy. Get ready to take the risk of that new business idea that's been just haunting you, it feels like. But he gave it to you and you know you got to do it. Get ready to reach out to new mentors and friends, no matter how uncomfortable it may feel in the moment. Get ready to give to the one who's already been whacked to you. Get ready to apologize. Get ready to move on. Like for real, move on. He already said it. Don't be scared. It's time to do it. Prayer is not the place for pacification. Sure, of course, he's the God of all comfort. And yet, there will be times in prayer where there's no back rubbing to be found. Our good, good father is giving us instructions on how to be more like him. And the truth is, that's going to cost us our ego while glorifying him in the earth. So prayer is where we'll get the instructions and strength to execute. He's always talking. It's time we ready ourselves to listen. I'll conclude here. We're wrapping up today's episode ready, ready to pray, to get still and be open, ready to receive from God our Father. We're ready to keep asking, seeking, and knocking until we find him who is always there. See, we've looked at the various types of prayers and ways we can reach God. We know the significance of communication in this relationship, and we can be grateful that even when we may have dropped the ball with our prayer life, fam, he still wants to be with us. Yo, that's love. Now we know we don't have to have prayer marathons every day like we talked about, but as long as we aim to consistently reach out to him, we're building an explosive life of adventure through prayer because the adventure is in the obedience. We know that we don't have to operate in pretense with our father. We can come to him with what's truly in our hearts because he knows it anyway. We know that it's the honest prayers that matter most, not the ones where we are super articulate and trying to impress him or really the people who can hear us. We know that it's in prayer we can be our truest selves 
and be our safest selves. And after we say amen, we are charged, filled, loved on, and disciplined to be more like Jesus. Fam, this is my prayer for you and for me. But I want to hear from you. Hit me up at hello at soulworkwithson.com and let me know what are some of your obstacles when it comes to a healthy prayer life? Or what are your insights about prayer? I'd love to know. Friends, that's our show today. I'm signing off. But remember, you're only going to hear one of two statements on that fateful day. Well done or depart from me. Let's live accordingly. Love you. Talk soon.